0: Dr. Zach Williams, and Flat Creek Baptist Church as we dive deeper into God's Word in this podcast titled New Horizons. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of New Horizons. Horizons, the daily radio and podcast ministry of Flat Creek Baptist Church here in Gainesville, Georgia. As always, I am Pastor Zach Williams, and uh, I look forward to this time that we are gathering together to dive deep into God's Word. Uh, This truly has become just one of the greatest joys of my heart to be able to join with you each day, and I hope this has become a great joy in your heart as well. I want to uh, just take a moment, today to really uh, speak on a kind of hot-button topic of our day, uh, which really played out just a few days ago. Um, And it it relates to the current presidential race. As you know, just last week, uh, we had our first presidential debate of the year. Right now we have two candidates who who are on total opposite ends of the political spectrum and who seemingly have two totally different worldviews. Now, I'm not here today to give you a political statement at all or to Uh, even encourage you to vote for one candidate over the other. What I want to say to you today uh, is is I want to encourage you to pray. We all need to pray about who we're going to vote for in the upcoming election. You know the election is going to take place uh, in just a little over a month and you need to be prepared to vote. I, I can't help but think to myself what would happen if the entire body of Christ actually prayed and actually listened to the Spirit of God on who to vote for. Because here's the thing, friends. Remember that God is not the author of confusion. And if God is not the author of confusion, he's not going to tell me to vote for one candidate and tell you to vote for another candidate. He's going to tell us to vote for the same candidate. Why? Because God is not the author of confusion, as I've already said. We would all have one heart, one mind, unified walking into the voting booth. Now, why would I say that to you? I say that because imagine the effect that the body of Christ could have on this election if we were actually listening to the voice of God if we were actually letting him speak to us as to which candidate he would desire for us to vote for. So what I want to encourage you to do is to seriously pray and ask God for his guidance. Uh, Friends, you know, as we think about this, understand that, that God already has a plan. So he's already... Uh, seen the end results of this election. He already knows what's going to take place. He already knows who the next president of the United States is going to be. It has already been determined in the heart of God. Remember that God is working all things out to an ultimate end. That end being the day of the Lord and the second coming of Christ where God will judge sin and righteousness will reign supreme. And so if we are praying and seeking the face of God, then God will indeed tell us who to vote for. So I encourage you not to go into the voting booth already with a preconceived idea of who you're going to vote for. I encourage you to go into the voting booth listening to the very voice of God. Now, what I want to just draw up to you, friends, is this. No matter who our president becomes, Uh, Whether it's Donald Trump or whether it is Joe Biden, I want to encourage you not only to pray prior to going into the voting booth, but I want you to commit yourselves today to pray for whoever the president is going to be after the election has taken place. Many of us today would say we have prayed for the president uh, who is in office today, Donald Trump. But were we praying for Barack Obama? Will we pray for Joe Biden? Will uh, ultimately we continue praying for Donald Trump? So you see what I mean? We cannot pick and choose who we're going to pray for. We must continually pray. The Bible actually commands us to pray for our leaders. If you come to Romans chapter number 13, here's what the Bible says. Everyone must submit to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God. And those that exist are instituted by God. So then, the one who resists the authority is opposing God's command. And those who oppose it will bring judgment on themselves. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Do you want to be unafraid of the authority? Do what is good, and you will have its approval. For government is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, because it does not carry the sword for no reason. For government is God's servant, an avenger, that brings wrath on the one who does wrong. Therefore, you must submit, not only because of wrath, but also because of your conscience. And for this reason, you pay taxes, since the authorities are God's public servants, continually attending to those tasks. Pay your obligations to everyone, taxes to those you owe taxes, tolls to those you owe tolls, respect to those who you owe respect and honor to those you owe honor. Do not owe anything except to love one another. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law and the commands. Do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not covet. And whatever other commandments are all summed up by this. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Love, therefore, is the fulfillment of the law. So the Bible tells us that we must submit to the governing authorities over us. So if we're going to submit to the governing authorities over us, we need to pray for those authorities, that they would make wise, godly decisions, and they would institute wise and godly laws, and that they would continue to protect religious freedoms and those sorts of things. So I'm just encouraging you, body of Christ, to pray. Pray, pray, pray. Pray for this election and pray for the President of the United States. Thank you so much for joining us today on New Horizons. It is always my greatest joy to be with you. I will talk to you tomorrow.